first timothy chapter 6 verse 11 to 14 but thou o man of god flee these things and follow after righteousness godliness faith love patience meekness fight the good fight of faith lay hold on eternal life whereunto thou art also called and hast professed a good profession before many witnesses i give the charge in the sight of god who quickened all things and before christ jesus who before pontius pilate witnessed a good confession that thou keep this commandment without spot unrebukable until the appearing of our lord jesus christ you cannot fight the good fight of faith until you first passionately follow and pursue righteousness godliness faith love patience and meekness these are the spiritual virtues that provide strength stability purpose and boldness to carry on the fight of faith many have been severely wounded in the battle for their faith because they are tempted to fight the good fight without engaging the force of righteousness the force of godliness of faith of patience of meekness and of love it is the fight of faith that helps you finish the race and in this race we fight as we run and we run as we fight some run the race but lose their faith others fight the good fight while running the race and keeping their faith fight contend to retain and preserve the purity of the faith that was once delivered unto us this fight has endured many generations the heroes of faith paid the ultimate sacrifice to preserve the purity of this great treasure some were asked before their own children and loved ones to denounce the faith or be fed to lions and wild beasts they gladly chose the options of being fed to wild animals than to renounce their faith in christ jesus the writer of Hebrews presents a very clear picture of their labor to preserve their faith in Hebrews chapter 11 verse 35 to 38 and it says, Women received their dead raised to life again. Others were tortured. They were tortured not accepting deliverance that they might obtain a better resurrection. Still, Others had trial of mockings and scourgings, yes, and of chains and imprisonment. Of chains and imprisonment. They were stoned. They were sawn in two. Tempted. Were slain with the sword. They wandered about in sheepskin and goatskin, being destitute, afflicted, tormented, of whom the world was not worthy 
of whom the world was not worthy. They wandered in desert and mountains, in dens and caves of the earth, and with all their sacrifices and labor, even unto death, yet they did not obtain the promise. Testimony they obtained, but the promise they could not lay hold on, yet they stood and fought the good fight of faith gallantly. Hallelujah. They fought gallantly, exiting this wretched world on the wings of angels as generals of the kingdom. As generals of the kingdom. What a blessing. So how do we fight the good fight of faith? How do we fight this good fight of faith? Number one, fight the good fight of faith by taking the right and firm, firm position in the spirit. 1 Corinthians 15 verse 58 says, Therefore, my dear brothers and sisters, stand firm. Stand firm. Stand firm. Let nothing, nothing move you. Always give yourselves fully, fully to the work of the Lord because you know that your labor in the Lord is not in vain. Watch out, my dear friend. Be sober and be vigilant. The enemy is waiting and watching out for when you are distracted and tired. Stand your ground. Stand firm. Be immovable. The extent to which you give yourselves to the work of the Lord determines how firm you are standing. There will be attacks aimed at shifting your focus from the Lord. Sometimes the actions, the hypocrisy, the reactions and desires of people will almost make you not give yourself fully to the work of the Lord. Oh dear man of God, oh dear woman of God, let nothing hold you back from giving yourself completely, wholly, totally to the work of the Lord. Throw yourself into it. Throw yourself into it. If you wait for the appreciation of men, you will wait in vain. Your labor will not be in vain when the Son of God returns and finds you keeping the faith. Watch and stand firm. Serve the Lord in every capacity you can. Give yourself completely, wholly to his word. Paul charged Timothy in 1 Timothy 4.15 saying, Meditate on these things. Give yourself entirely to them that your progress, your profiting may be evident to all. Another translation says, Give your complete attention to these matters. The matters of the kingdom, the matters of destiny, the matters of holiness, the matters of love. Throw yourself into your task so that everyone will see your progress. How do you fight the good fight of faith? Be alert. Take the right posture in the spirit. Give your complete attention to the work. Be so focused that nothing can get your attention. Give the Lord's work your undivided attention. Be reminded 
be reminded of the word of the Lord Jesus Christ in Luke chapter 9 verse 52. But Jesus said to him, no one, no one, having put his hand to the plow and looking back is fit for the kingdom of God. 1 Corinthians 16, 13, watch. Watch. Stand fast in the faith. Stand fast in the faith. Be brave. Be strong. I read that scripture again. <laughs> so prophetic. So prophetic. 1 Corinthians 16, 13. You should put this scripture in your mind and rehearse it and, and, and recite it daily. Watch. Stand fast in the faith. Don't stand in anything else. Do not let your faith rest on the wisdom of men. Stand fast in the faith of the gospel. Stand fast in the faith that was once delivered unto us. Be brave. Be brave. Regardless of what is happening around you, be brave. Be strong. Number two, contend for the faith by your godly conduct, character, and virtue. By your godly conduct, character, and virtue. Philippians chapter 1 verse 27. Only let your conduct be worthy of the gospel of Christ. So that whether I come and see you or am absent, I may hear of your affairs that you stand fast in one spirit, with one mind, striving together for the faith of the gospel. For the faith of the gospel. Let no man deceive you to believe the gospel of do as I say, but do not do as I do. If what they say does not match up with how they live, they are deceivers. They are liars. They are agents of darkness sent to distract many to hell. The gospel of the Lord Jesus Christ is meant to transform our character, change our lifestyle, and stand us out as light in the midst of darkness. Regardless of what is happening around the globe, there is a minimum standard that is already set, set for every believer to attain. How we conduct ourselves speaks of our faith. In 2 Corinthians chapter 3, verse 2, it is written that you are our epistle written in our heart, known and read by all men. Your conduct as parents determines how your children will value and cherish their faith in God. Many parents, many parents, because of their selfishness and desires, hidden agendas, have caused their children to depart from faith. I have seen godly kids on fire for the Lord struggle with staying in faith because of the conduct of their parents. I have received letters, letters from teenagers expressing confusions and fears because of the hypocritical lives of their parents. 
I have seen neighbors who vowed to rather go to hell than be in the same heaven with their Christian neighbors because of their character, their behavior, and their lives of deception. We cannot contend for the faith delivered unto us until we subdue the flesh by allowing the Spirit of God to form, shape, and transform our lives. On the other hand, praise Jesus, I have seen amazing, wonderful believers who without words brought their neighbors to the Lord Jesus Christ. Their conduct was like a sweet perfume and fragrance. Their character radiated the glory, power, and love of God wherever they went. I have seen unbelieving husbands come to faith through the godly, pious lives of their wives. I have seen wives come to salvation because of the dedication of their husbands to the gospel of the Lord Jesus Christ. May I challenge you so hard this morning? May I challenge you? The spiritual state of your children is an indication of your spiritual state, particularly if they are between the ages of 1 to 18. They may not be where they ought to be spiritually, but there should be a longing, a hidden passion for the Lord in their heart. Their conscience should prick them, even in their wrong. Oh yes, their conscience should prick them, even in their wrong. Your prayer life should reflect in the life of your children. The spiritual atmosphere in your home should impact your children. If your character is shaped and formed in God, it will be obvious in your children. What environment have you created for them to grow in? I stood in front of the door of my lovely and amazing next door neighbor to console his family. With tears streaming down my eyes, I heard the story of my lovely old friend who died in Pakistan after a brief illness. All his sons could tell me was that they have resolved. They have resolved to extend the legacy of their father. His character, his lifestyle, and testimony after death was so heart-touching that his boys, all of them, decided to be deeply devoted to the faith of their father. While I was talking to his youngest son, who is in his late 30s, the older son came along and he repeated the same thing. He said, our father is gone, but we have decided to take our faith more seriously, to extend his legacy, and to live, to live for God. Now, he said, I pray every day because that was what our father loved to do. It was after his death that his sons discovered that their father prayed every day for them that they would be more committed, committed to his faith. He never shared this with them, but constantly told this to their mother. He left behind a legacy. He left behind his faith, his prayer life for his children. And at his death, his boys had no choice but to pick this legacy. 
and run with it. You cannot contend for the faith by living carelessly. You cannot contend for the faith until you are intentional. You are deliberate about leaving behind for your children, for your household, for your neighbors, for your family, until you make up your mind to fulfill the words of Jesus that you are the light of the world and you are the salt of the earth. How do we contend for faith, for the faith that was once delivered unto us? How? Through our godly lives, our character, our passion, and our desire for God. I was speaking to a serious unbeliever who sat next to me in the plane long time ago. Praise Jesus. Praise Jesus. I did not have to introduce myself as a believer. He simply asked, are you a pastor? I said, why? He said, just the way you are and the way you conduct yourself makes me feel so. I am a disciple of the Lord Jesus Christ, I responded. And then he said, I love good Christians. I love good Christians. I have given a standing order in my company that the position of the company accountant should be permanently reserved for the pastor of a particular denomination in my country in my country i was so curious to know more so i asked him why a pastor and he said i can only find the trust the sensitivity and faithfulness required for that position in the christians that attend that particular church in my country so whenever i need someone to fill in that position in any of my branches i simply go to the pastor of the church and i ask him to recommend someone from his congregation he said this with so much joy and believe me my heart was filled with joy he had done this for many years and his recruitment model had never failed him, he said. He was so sure that it would never fail. The man had observed the conduct and quality of Christians produced in this Christian denomination. He had observed their lives, their conduct, their character, their passion for God. What a joy to see that the church, that the church is raising believers of great conduct, disciples of great character who preserve the faith, the purity, and the testimony of the gospel. What a joy. Friends, we are the light of the world shine shine in the midst of darkness jude chapter 1 verse 24 now unto him that is able to keep you from falling and to present you faultless before the presence of his glory with exceeding joy amen Lord.
Let me run the race of time with your life unfolding love, and let the peace of God let it rain.